Did anyone die? Did anyone get hurt from the coronavirus? This is Dante from New York, from being the operative word. Because who the fuck wants to live in an overpriced apartment, surrounded by normies, curfews in place, in a police state? I'm in a village by the sea, tuning in to TNG. You must stay at home. You don't have to run, I know what you can do. Just a simple touch and it can set you free. We don't have to rush when you're alone with me. of man. Welcome to the Civilization Podcast. Here is your host, TNG. Hey, Kelly, you're joining us. How are you doing? Hey, Dad Kelly. Good day. Hi. Doing well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. Um, yeah, just... Um, yo, yo. Hi, how are you going? Southburg girl, good to hear you. Yeah, yo, yo, yo. Yeah. It's a interesting, interesting time, and stepping stepping forward and answer what what the answer is. Yeah, I, you already said it. I think observing we're, we're in a we are in a position. I guess that is it is a rare one, and there's not much not much that is going to result from our like screaming from the rooftop. But um, we can be um, I guess be pretty chill about it and look at it and be you know, I guess just try and see it for what what it is. What other options do we have? I mean, regardless of whether it's real or not or whatever, the effect on everybody is pretty real so and you know policy or legislation or whatever so we just gotta we've just gotta watch at least initially anyway it's so early in in this thing isn't it it certainly seems that way doesn't it i'm sure there's way more to come yet. i'm pretty sure that what we're getting there is just uh, a lot of bullshit as well and i don't think that's it is the end of it at all really don't no it doesn't mm. As you say, it's as an observer. Sorry, it's it's, uh, it's more like bearing witness, isn't it? So you're going back to truth thirty four analogy, back to the blooming Bible and whatever as well. You're bearing witness to to all these uh, times, isn't it? Amazing as well that we're all sitting there. We're all from different parts of the world. You have this technology to coordinate and discuss what's going on in in different areas, and we can compare notes and whatever else. You'd think that the people who are orchestrating in what's going on now at the moment would have dropped this technology prior to kicking off what they've just started because <laughs> for us to be able to sit here and talk about it i think is absolutely it's absolutely mental isn't it it makes you think that is that a part you know are we part or part of the model to factor it into their simulation sort of conversation we, we have to be don't we at least we personally certainly have to be factored into it you would think so 
Right. Not that they may know who we are on an individual scale, but they certainly would know that there are people who, who are seen through the bullshit. Definitely. That's, I've already seen media calling out for people to watch out for you know, deniers. It's, it's already a thing, that thread. Yeah. Well, it's, it's obvious, isn't it? It's like when you see the, um, the propaganda as well. Like they're saying that there's some YouTubers in Morocco who are calling out the coronavirus, so they've put them in jail. Obvious bullshit mm. and an obvious message, isn't it? <laughs> they're waving at you. <laughs> so we, you wave back with another video and <laughs> wait for the knock on the door. Yeah, you mentioned earlier on uh, Hitler, the way that um, we are expected to self-police and you know, observe each other, the parallels that you can draw with you know the, the snitching society that we've been sold um, that existed you know, around the World War II. It's just the, the parallels there now is just quite interesting, yeah. Very. It's crazy. And again, it all ties back into Orwell's old favoured book as well. So yeah. it, it does bigger belief, really. My take on it is, and all of this, like whatever this is, is that it's brilliant. Like you look at the execution of this plan and this is this is some, you know, masterstroke kind of stuff. But, you know, that's that's like, I guess, something like an event that's happening as a result of whatever this is, which is brilliant in and of itself, right? It really is. I'm not saying that it's like, like it's good or any of this is good or bad. I'm just diabolically planned it all is. <laughs> commenting and remarking on uh, how, how well this is going, <laughs> if you know what I mean. How are you doing on the fear front when you're seeing the implications for some of these measures? Um, trying to just stay as, as calm as I possibly can. I'd, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't have moments of, I haven't had moments of concern. You know, I think that in conserving, you know, my energy and, and yeah, being in that observation mode, just open, open eyes and open ears and is the way to go, not panicking. Because, you know, like we've been saying in our immediate surroundings, you know, looking out the window, it's fairly peaceful. So, but yeah, the implications, it's kind of like, you know, um, until the money has been torn out of your account, it's not out of your account, you know, until the, the boots are kicking down your door, like all the tanks are on the street, you know, I've, I'm not experiencing that. So if you saw what I, where I am right now, it's just such a peaceful place. And that's uh, people are doing recreational activities out on the water and it's just a beautiful part of the world. And so my immediate surroundings are just so peaceful. Yet I'm um, picking up on such a such a vein of fear. Of fear, it is uh, palpable. This is something like this is the smacks of or stinks of the like this thing that the paranoid me has been actually worried about for quite a long time. I should be shitting myself. I don't know. I don't think I don't think that it's going to serve me to hide under my bed. But at the same time, yeah, I don't know about standing on the roof and screaming out how effective that's going to be. So um, I have a family, you know, like we all do. I'm not saying I'm unique in this, but, you know, I feel about, I feel about, I'm concerned about my immediate family. Like my son is like, if you're a parent and you're not feeling any concern about this, then I don't know <laughs> how connected you are to your family. Um, it's um, it's uh, pretty, it's, um, you know, you, you think about it, but again, bring it back to reality. Like how am I actually, how am I actually going and how are they actually going? And they're fine. They're cool. I mean, they see, they, they're getting all of the fear shit pumped into them left, right and center, uh, but they're staying cool as well. So, you know, the, the alarm bells are ringing a little bit though. Come on, if you can't, if you're not hearing the alarm bells, then shit. 
but it is that whole situation. Someone's fucking called scream fire in the, in a crowded theater straight up. Yeah. Definitely. You are correct with the family thing. I think the one thing that that does is it does keep you grounded, doesn't it? If you want to yeah. call it that word anyway. Oh, I could honestly say that if I didn't have my kids and I was in the, let's just say, the state of awareness that I am now and I didn't have the have the children, I think I probably would be heading down towards London or somewhere like that to, to try and poke around and, and find out any more than, I'm, than I could while I, while I still could, to be honest. So I I'd, I'd probably would be maybe a little bit braver than I would be now thinking about, because I'm thinking about the kids, so... It is. It makes it makes a big difference. The other difference it makes as well to me is is that you can test the theory. It's like you're you're looking out your window as you say, and it's calm and peaceful. And in fact, if you didn't have the telly on at all, or you didn't have take any notice of the internet or any of the news through anything, the only proof of what was ever going on is the shops being emptied by a bunch of morons buying too much and that's it that what else is there actually going on out there apart from maybe if you've got a few friends that have they've lost their jobs or at least in the uk that's the case now quite a lot of people have obviously lost their lost their jobs because they've closed some of the some of the facilities or some of the companies have decided to lay people off on their own but apart from that so some job layoffs and and some muppets robbing shops or or taking as much you know too much of the of their of everybody else's share of goods. What other evidence is there of of everything else, even of the economy failing and things like this? We're only taking on faith what we're being told. Still, it's still like part of the program. So this is where Dapey Dapey comes in and always reminds me that it's it's just a program and it and it's all in your flipping head anyway. It's not is any of it really you know what I mean? Where I'm going here with this? Yeah, like whenever did the news ever give you anything that benefited your life? Like when did it save you last? When did watching the news save your ass? Never, ever. You know, so so what are we what are we even talking about? It's the strongest part of the virus is the mind virus, and yeah, and so when you are, if you are responsible for young people, then keeping keeping calm in a you know when it is relatively calm is a pretty good idea because they you know their security their security and stability depends on you. My old man is a general practitioner. He has a a clinic. You know, he's a doctor, right? So um, he's uh, been a pretty good influence when it comes to just taking it pretty uh, fairly pragmatically and uh, remaining calm in situations where uh, things are looking pretty bad and well they actually are in a lot of situations for people when you know we're talking about people dying and um, people being really sick and all that kind of stuff and yeah so you know it's um i've spoken to him a couple of times and he actually uh <laughs> he actually gave me like a telephone consultation because a couple of, couple of weeks ago, I actually had a upper respiratory infection with signs Ouch. of sinusitis. So I, because of the climate, I stayed away from work. I already had a um, working from home day scheduled for the Wednesday. I fell ill on the Friday, was sick the weekend, and then I, called, I said, I'm going to stay self-isolate. This is before self-isolation was a thing uh, legislated in Australia. Oh, well, not legislated, but there's, yeah, I what is it even? Like, oh, God, it's so crazy. Anyway, I stayed back because I knew people would freak out if I'm sitting at my 
desk blowing my nose or coughing or whatever, right? So I wasn't 100%. So two days I self-isolated. And then uh, on the third day, when, which was my working from home day, I got a call from my manager and he's, he's like, hey, you know, normally we don't you know, need to do the certificate thing, but like, can you like get checked out, please? Because of the situation. So I called my dad. And I'm like, hey, you know, because where I live, it would be unlikely that I'd be able to see a GP that day if I needed to see a doctor, especially given the current situation. So, and what's the point? You know, I'd be taking an appointment from an old person who's scared they're just going to fucking die, right? So, so I called, called the old man and yeah, it's just straight up. I've not been in contact with anybody who had this mystery fake ass virus and i haven't been overseas so i don't have the damn thing it's as simple as that like i get sinus stuff you know so this stuff floats around and it kills people all the time you know it's and this kind of talk is now going to be the talk that gets shut down it's going to be like you are irresponsible you're you're a piece of shit you don't care about you know the world and so a lot of the a lot of the i guess seems like to me a lot of the attitudes you know the anti-fascist and the the green movement kind of attitudes are going to be really nicely sort of focused to um, police if this if this craziness continues crazy absolutely crazy that's exactly what uh, what we mm. were talking about, Dad Kelly, a, a little mm. bit earlier. That was yes, that I... was kind of one of my, um, my my lines of thought too. Was just how how interesting it is that it, that there's going to be this pushback to even think differently. Like, in the, the fate of humanity is like at stake. So they have it's just like the perfect paradox to to put us in. And I'm not saying that it's a good idea to to shout at the top of the roof either by any means. Uh, curious though. Do, does your dad have an open mind around um, whether it be exaggerations of statistics and stuff, or yeah, or even get, getting to that to that level? Yeah, real or fake? I think there was there was uh, I have mentioned before. I once had a conversation with my dad. It was really me saying stuff to him. <laughs> if I look back on it, <laughs> really, but I was uh, having a chat with my old man and I, I asked him, oh, I was talking to him about how I had um, read a book that uh, discussed the, uh, the possibility of the Pope being involved in the uh, uh, creation of the AIDS virus and mm-hmm. it being like, you know, forcefully, you know, inflicted upon the people. And yeah, he, this was a while ago. This was a long time ago when I was, you know, got to be probably 20 years ago that I had that chat with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he wasn't really that sort of interested in talking about that kind of stuff. I and so yeah, I I don't bring it up with him, so I don't really know what his stance on the, the corona side of things. I haven't brought up with him, so I I haven't. Okay, even from more of a pragmatic viewpoint of like you know how even on the normie scale of the left right divide, I'm not sure if it's the same in Australia. Uh, he's such a, he's he's 70 years old he's him and his wife uh i mean they're boomers and they watch a lot of tv and they get they they you know they follow the political vibe of this country um and they're you know they very much on the left side of things right. so they're they're pretty i mean if, if that paints a bit of a picture i hate to to pigeonhole my dad and his wife but hey you know that's the way i see it and so tackling tackling uh, anything that's you know outside of their their spot is gonna i know what the reaction's gonna be i mean dad's not gonna jump and you know fight for his for his cause though that's the thing he's always open to to 
another idea. It just depends on the setting, you know, whether we can, you know, have that have that kind of conversation. And when it, when I was diagnosed, it was pretty pragmatic. Sure, he didn't see me, but it was over the phone. But it was just, you know, there was no so just so calm and calm and collected about the whole thing. I guess you're not you're not really you got to these guys play by numbers and they get they all go by the stats that they get told. This is, they're not operating on knowledge like they're, they're, it's a lot of what they do is rote and they sure that they, uh, they've got these so heavily indoctrinated like just to become what he had to become the amount of the amount of study and the constant you know uh, constant reading and, um, and work that he has to do to stay relevant it's, they don't really think outside of the of of themselves i don't think um, think outside a certain certain realm. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that even medical school in of itself is designed in such a way that it would be similar to like a boot camp experience where you're you're traumatized by the process in order to you know hammer home the, the uh, programming and the acceptance of authority and just becoming just recite you know reciting like you said facts and figures and um, you you know like the DSM, for example, like using just different diagnoses and stuff that aren't necessarily even real. I know that's a completely different field. Uh, I've got a copy of that here. I've got a copy of that right here. I'm looking at it right now, DSM-5. No way. That's a synchronicity. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful read. <laughs> if you're ever sort of like just... You know, you're sitting on the couch and you'll, you know, it's do one of those, you know, just flip it and find a page and go for it. It's wonderful. Um, yeah. That's, uh, well, there's, you know, there's got to be something that you've never heard of before. I've never, um, yeah, you find, find out new things, how to categorize and label uh, people with, with certain, um, <laughs> certain things going on in their lives. And yeah, strange behaviors. Hey, that's it's pretty pretty heavy stuff. It's pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy stuff. Um, oh, I bet. But yeah, you got to. There's so many things going on. Um, how do you, that from their perspective? It's you know how do I how do I tr is this is what going what's going on treatable and how the hell do I treat it? Like you can't you don't get born with that knowledge. So they always have to reference what to where to go to and and. With the all the, all academics, I mean, they become specialists. So you know, it's that whole the whole you know the man with a hammer syndrome. You know, it's what's a man with a hammer thinks sees every problem as a nail. Oh, yeah. You know, if you the more you are, become a specialist on compartmentalized, say, the, yeah, 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 that's right. The less you, the less of a generalist you become, the more of a specialist. It's interesting. Um, yeah, I was kind of just in general curious because you said he was a general practitioner. Just to get that that perspective is always interesting. Um, because I don't know no. if you follow Crow Triple Seven. Well, are you a fan of Crow Triple Seven True Thirty Four? Sorry, I'm back. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I dropped off. Um, so I was saying, uh, did you? Um, no, I, I have. I'm not. Um, I don't follow. Um, I've seen seen the mm. Moon Wave stuff, yeah. but I'm not like, I'm not subscribed or watching. So okay, it's interesting because the the Moon Wave stuff is like a big red flag, obviously. But if you take that away. He pretty much says every would agree with almost everything that we say. You know what I mean? He's an auto auto hoax everything, blah blah blah. Uh, history hoax. Um, it's just interesting. So I think I think he has some valid uh, perspectives to share. He interviewed a doctor. I think his name is Kaufman. All about sort of the germ theory itself. Um, mm -hmm. We spoke 
spoke about this a bit earlier in this call, um, but I thought it was interesting because he was brought up through like an allopathic Western medicine background. I think he went to like um, prestigious uh, university. I forget which one. And he was doing like really advanced stuff, but it was like advanced cancer therapies and stuff. And he was just, you know, he was on the front lines delivering these cutting edge therapies and survival rate zero percent across the board. He was just really struck by how ineffective the procedures were and just how the paradigm itself seemed wrong. And I think that's what opened his mind to kind of looking at other perspectives. And now he's doing all sort of, um, whether it's naturopathic or just different, you know, he's, he's, he has a different view on things and on the human body and health in general. And it was just super interesting because it was, they spoke about the coronavirus uh, specifically too. So if anybody's listening, wants to check out that interview on Pro Triple Seven, it was uh, pretty solid. That's interesting. Uh, I have asked my father uh, what he thought he would become and what he thought he was actually going to be doing when he became a doctor. And he said to me that he thought that he was going to be curing people and saving lives and, you know, like this hero slash savior kind of thing. And yeah, the, mo the most noble intention possible. Absolutely. That's right. But he, and then, of course, the question following is, so how's that going for you, dad? Mm. <laughs> and that's, he, he is well aware that that's not what he does right you know and, and it, i don't think that he's 100 percent happy with that but the other thing that goes along with these guys is that any of them could be even in a conversation like this are invoked as some kind of authority mm. right and that's part of the that um the elite uh programming right because that's who they are they're these trusted people within the community they get given these um they have these oaths that they swear to to their service to that the service they're going to give to the community. That, that white and coat so we, is powerful, you know. And we put all the that's right. Every you know, we put our trust in them and we listen to them. So, and we know that there's a whole bunch of white coats. Oh man, it's just it's a field day at the moment. It's field day right now for those guys. Crazy. So yeah, it's um he he knows. I mean, back in the '80s, he was doing acupuncture and stuff like that, but he's never fully integrated the natural medicine into the unnatural medicine that he practices more regularly but hey yeah that's that's what sounds like from, from no go ahead i was just going to say that the, the medical hoax is it's a black pill the way around it in my opinion <laughs> pretty tough one yeah yeah there's yeah the the placebo nocebo thing it's a very i find it pretty interesting how i mean it, in the animal world you know we can see animals animals can Definitely. just drop dead to, to, depending on what they are i mean humans sometimes you hear that humans do that too and I, you know i've just been thinking about you know the the whole nursing home angle of this and how yeah actually just literally dropping dead drop for whatever reason like like a very quick steep yeah yeah definitely so a very steep bang gone like dead just from, or something hearing some bad news right mm. or or another family member passing away someone really close yeah mm. You hear stories like that, right? And um, yeah, just this whole thing, I think. Right, that's common. You know, just the the mind virus is dangerous to um, to vulnerable people. The, the narrative is just so spooky, and um, and yeah, the way that they're locking the way they're locking down uh, aged care facilities is um, yeah is pretty uh, full on. Um, and and yeah, the incongruity that we're experiencing here is kind of crazy because we. The, they're locking down the old people's homes, but the uh, the uh, schools are all still open. There's no school closures going on here. Um, I think they may have done a couple 
that got, you know, where a student or whatever, or, or some of the staff got found to have whatever. But um, generally, it's business as usual, like for the most part. And social isolation, while everybody's talking about keeping two metres distance, nobody's doing it. Nobody's doing that shit. It's... I wonder if that's going to hit you at some point because it seems to be seems to be rolling out progressively because I know I think TNG's gotten it a little bit more so than I've gotten it in, in the states but we're starting they're starting to clamp down here. Well they're talking they're talking about it in the conversations that we're having. It's definitely a thing uh, but it's not being practiced and but I was in, I had a conversation just came out of a session was stopped by somebody to talk about um, you know things that had transpired and they cut me off saying you keep stepping closer to me can you you know keep keep your distance right no offense wow was the the little tagline to it and i'm i'm like well no it's just kind of i'm actually you know cutting cutting me off like mid-sentence is actually more the discombobulating element here (laughs) You could probably save that to the end of the sentence or the end of the, you know, or even just step back a couple of steps. I was offended. Like, yeah, fucking just step back, man. Step back if you want to put a face mask on. Like, lock yourself inside your house, actually. Stay. <laughs> yeah. If you if you are paranoid about it, lock yourself up. Do it for the sake of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I had a funny interaction today, actually. I was... Um, walking by somebody at the elevator and they i never seen this person before but they pretended like to get as far away from me as humanly possible you know just completely going over the top uh to make it absurd and i just broke out laughing we both were laughing our ass off so at least some people still have a sense of humor about it <laughs> okay four people leaving <laughs> leaving work yesterday me being one of them standing at the elevator not the biggest elevator. I'd say probably, you know, like two by two meters. Work that out, convert that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not that big. 21 persons, I think it says, on the inside, this elevator. Yeah, four people waiting for it. But, oh, mate, the heroes that let me and one other person go in and ride, you know, two people at a time because that's the safe way to ride now, guys. So, mm. you know, it's cool. You know, people are, people are, you know, throwing their coat over the puddle of water and stuff like that. It's quite, you know, we're seeing some real, really big displays of... Um, yeah, of, what do they call know, that? Community-mindedness uh, and... <laughs> it's mar- mar- martyr, being a martyr, I think, is they call it. Like white knighting or there's other... Yeah, yeah, there you go. Like, uh, there you go. There's a better term because people do it on social media all the time, like the social justice people, where they're uh, the uh, virtue signalers. Of thank course. you, yeah. virtue yeah, signaling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, same thing. Same yeah. thing. So yeah, very interesting times. Ma- yeah, masterful execution. It's got us all connecting and talking, which is wonderful. And it's right on the. It's, it is what if we want to, you know, to zoom out and look at our, you know, these communities and these, you know, these forums these channels, whatever you want to call them. It's wonderful. I it's agree. It's great, great for it. You know, it's bringing us all together on the, right on the subject matter, right on topic. Like, let's go. It's so necessary from a therapeutic standpoint too, just to have this outlet, you know, just from a human, human spirit standpoint of needing to, you know, stand your ground and say, you know, at some point I'm putting that energy out there. <laughs> yeah. Don't you guys 
think though that even though you've got this opportunity to talk to other people who are kind of at the same level and awareness and don't you think sometimes you can walk away from this kind of environment and you can be maybe one or two steps back or going back to to when before you come in the conversation I mean you did Kelly when you're just rolling it back just a few minutes when you were you brought the conversation to the placebo nocebo thing and all I've been thinking about since you've said that really in the back of my mind is who is who is the ones being hurt here with all this that's going on who are the ones who are thinking about this as in we have all the the run-of-the-mill normies or sees whatever you want to call them and yes sure they're soaking up the programming all they're thinking about is the coronavirus aren't they and they're praising the authorities for for all the all the things they're doing for them isn't it us that are the ones who are, are being scarred by this we yeah there's yeah definitely definitely it's i mean if we want to look at it as a um if we want to look at it look at it the mega ritual angle then you know what's being sacrificed here you know what are we watching and um because yeah this whole you know slow motion 911 line thing yeah definitely where is the where is it but the only way that it's just it's the parallel with us connecting with each other is with the way that this information reaches everybody and that's uh, into your mind it's the only way that they can really touch as many people as possible and so there has to be an effect there you feel it fear it's a physiological thing you feel it in your body you feel it enough just like we were talking about before you know you could fear it feel it enough and just drop drop dead i'm not saying that everybody i think people are a lot stronger than that most people are but it can happen and this is but then there there is an actual effect this is not for not for nothing there's we may not be privy to, you know, the the full portfolio or the full program uh, as it is written, but uh, it's not for nothing to happen. It's it's uh, so yeah. Even just being concerned about it is it is it is it affecting you? And so mega ritual, we're talking. Everybody says Corona. Everybody's talking about the crown. Yeah, that's all everybody says is crown, crown. <laughs> Crown, 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 right? This a pandemic, but we don't listen to the news because they lied to us for years, so how we know that this the truth? And most of us are young enough to think that we're immune, so we just pass it on to people who won't survive it like you. It's either worse than they're telling us or it's nothing at all. But the school shut down, a ghost town in the mall. They gon' quarantine the city, block the road out of Dodge, then tell us leaving our homes is actually breaking the law. This is just the beginning, you know it's gotta get worse. If the doctors get sick, the hospitals won't work. The conspiracy theories all sound like facts, that's for sure, but the fact is we're trapped on this planet called Earth. Like, what the hell is going on? It's actually kind of weird. But we know that, you know, outside of, outside of my line, outside next to my land is crown land, you know. And so if you want to talk about, you know, to go along the legal side of things, what about that crown, huh? Like, or those crowns, plural, yeah. And that's the virus that's been going on here forever, you know. Is it the virus that is you are the subject, right? To, you know, you, 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 you kneel that shit you do what it says it will give you a title to land but you don't own that land you're not a landowner maybe you own the home but you don't own the land that it's built on so yeah it's just so that that side of things have been turned up a little bit hasn't it no it's crazy isn't it you can you can bow you can bow down to the queen or you can bow down to jesus christ not standing on your own 
<laughs> oh dear. Mm. Yeah, well, this is the technocracy side of things, hey? You know, back to the white coats and them being there. And they're going to save us, okay? So, yeah, can't wait. Oh, Dad Kelly, did, you didn't hear, uh, we were talking off air earlier, and Q, the, the Q line of thought is, currently is that, you know, Trump, this is all part of the, the 60 chess, and the uh, Fed's going to get over overturned after this economic reset, and economy's going to be backed by gold, and somehow, you know, TNG made the point, yeah, somehow the whole world is, you know, subject to, to Donald Trump's machinations. So there you go. That whole Q thing, um, to me, reminds me of, does anyone remember Poof, who did exactly the same thing, but eventually, like, Poof disappeared? Um, does anyone remember that one? You can. Pro- I think someone picked up the Poof thing after Poof left. And How far back was this? Oh, God. Oh, probably around, oh, around oh, two two. Before 2012 and oh, around really? 2012, so it was yeah, it's doing the similar thing to Q and and talking the the, the script is the same, huh. and it's like a record or it's a record on skip. Oh yeah, someone scratched something somewhere there, and it's just the same. Like someone said something about dinar the other day, and I couldn't help but just freaking laugh. I'm just like, what? You the, guys they're are still perfecting, on that shit? you know, like, they're perfecting it, <laughs> refining the programming. Oh, man, oh, wow, wow. How, how do you polish it? It's, you can't polish a turd. But, <laughs> but that's what, yeah, that's what keeps my dad going, you know, that's, that's, what's, that's the funny thing. Um, is he, he, he listens, he watches Fox News, and he, his whole interpretation of this, he doesn't really follow, con, like, quote-unquote conspiracy theories as much. I mean, he does to a degree. Because uh, he talks to me, and he he pretty much believes everything I tell him, which is which is nice. Because <laughs> remember, I have arguments. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, he he he's bought into this being a positive. You know, I think that's the only way at this point of his life that he can make sense of everything. Is just like his ego is so into Trump at this point that he's just like, this is all going to work out. And I'm like, you know what? It is all going to work out. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever whatever gets you to that point, I think is all right. And I'm not I'm not I wouldn't endorse. Trump, but right. the same, yeah, exactly. whatever it is, you know. If it's an ice, if it's an ice cream cone, <laughs> then good, you know, because that that is a that's the way to approach. Oh, it's up to you. I, don't, I can't tell anybody how to do shit. <laughs> no, but silver linings, silver linings, if you can find them. God damn, especially when it's grim yeah, as all po- hell. Positive mindset, like is, any, uh, is, anything, is all things. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool that. Mm-hmm. That's cool that that's what your old man gets out of that. And he may, he may not be into conspiracy theories, but I guess it's kind of the whole Trump cues thing kind of has mainstreamed it. It's really mainstreamed that kind of that mailing list kind of uh, yeah, like the, mailing the, the old school spin, you know, the latest download. What's that? Benjamin Fulford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with David Wilcock. You know, oh, you course, know does anyone know that? Oh man, he's still he's still oh, out God. there. He's still got a he's still got an audience, like, and yeah. he's still saying the same thing. Still doing the same thing. Like fuck, and like are those audiences real? God damn, they must have. Are they perfecting how to fake a fucking crowd? Because Jesus Christ, like how can you how can you get sucked into that? Like I think it's because it's like again. everything is running like, on a script, and it's so obvious that it's things are scripted. 
so people want answers and they you know they want the ones that are going to make them feel all warm and fuzzy or whatever going to let them ascend to their higher being yeah well yeah I, I do tend to think that a lot of what we're seeing if it's real you know the reactions of the everyday person the panic buyer or the you know the you know the the man that trips an old lady up you know to get to get the the sanitary products you know for his hoard it's these are these are if they're real if this is really happening it does play into that whole um the whole atheist nihilist i guess uh culture that is out there the death cult kind of is is scared to death and they don't have the, the like if if it's actually a thing they're the way that they're acting is like i don't know it's faithless right you know what i'm saying like like they may have <laughs> their faith in science and, you know, molecular biology, all of that shit is telling them that they're going to die. And they're just like, yep, I'm going to die. And wow, it's, there's, it's just death. But all they've got is death. That's fucking crazy. That is mad. But, but that, that mindset can never win. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, not that's if, a hard not thing if, to Not if there isn't a pile of dead bodies. What's that? Not a, yeah, exactly. They're in, they're if there in isn't the a pile of dead bodies, which is, and I'm honest, I want to see it. I want to see it. Show me the pile of bodies, please. Um, <laughs> inside the trucks. So I just, <laughs> please show me the trucks. At least I need, that's a, at least we've got a, I'm a step closer. I'm a step closer. Yeah. So yeah, I totally. It's not sustainable until unless we move from this being inside of our minds and just hitting our minds to actual like body count, like real tangible, tangible. Otherwise, you know, to a certain degree, shut up about the actual virus side of things. Okay, but again, it's yeah. How what is going to be slid in from a legislative perspective? You know, because of the panic and yes. You know, the risk is that people will swan dive onto a freaking needle as soon and everybody, yeah, you know, we're all going to, we're all going to be a part of the cure, aren't we? We're all going to be, we're all going to fight. We're gonna, we're, we are all going to do this together to a certain degree. There's a, I got told there's, um, oh, what is it? There's a, remember the SETI, the SETI app that you, that people would run yeah, on Yeah, they just decommissioned uh, that thing recently. Yeah, yeah there's. Yeah, there's a what, what's that other one? It's called Infold. I can't remember the name the name of it, and it's you know uh, it it's used for uh, doing protein sequencing. I'm pretty sure gene sequencing. They you know the crowd fund the power to you know do massive calculations. Apparently, I think it's pretty much hocus pocus. But um, apparently, but what are they trying to cure or solve or whatever? They're trying to yeah get the they're trying to run the corona sequences and assist with hmm. creating a vaccine. So um, right, right. We're, all, we're all waiting for that pretty much, aren't we? Because once, once there's a vaccine, we're all safe, aren't we? Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're happy about that. Mm. I'm definitely waiting for that one. So, so on that <laughs> note, I'm, I'm about to end the recording on this night and we're going to be returning, or at least I know I'm going to be returning the same time tomorrow. So thanks, Ted Kelly. Thank you, Salzburg Gold, even though he's left. Original Simulants there again. Thank you for coming on. And True34, fantastic man from the beginning to end. Thank you very much for joining me. So I'm going to end the recording and we'll carry this on tomorrow night. 
I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Organic? Oh no, all GMO! Jesus Christ, now I panic, I'll die! My, 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 my corona! calling this the Chinese virus. There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? Because it comes from China. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. That's why. It comes from China. Hey, COVID-19. You don't scare us. I've got 19 ways to destroy your ass. Work those thighs, sanitize. Work those thighs, sanitize. Work those thighs, sanitize. Sanitize. We're spraying. And we're praying. We're spraying. And we're praying. Double time. Spray, 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 spray. Did anyone die? Did anyone get hurt from the coronavirus? This is Dante from New York, from being the operative word. Because who the fuck wants to live in an overpriced apartment, surrounded by normies, curfews in place, in a police state? I'm in a village by the sea, tuning in to TNG. Oh, <laughs> 